I can't do it. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can go away and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Five, four, three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. Good evening, and welcome to the first ever Pro Wrestling Debate, sponsored by the Universal Wrestling Podcast. My name is Nick Dieterding. I'm one of your moderators. Keith, how the hell are you, sir? This is hey. really, really fucking loud. Give me a <laughs> can't hear myself. Listen, this sounded perfect in my ears. It made me really feel like I was in the environment. I'm doing What's great, good, man? bud. How you doing? Good, man. Good. So... We did it. It's the Universal Wrestling Podcast debate. Let's talk mm. about the rules before we bring in the candidates. Mm -hmm. um, rules are pretty simple. One-on-one, -on -one, you will discuss a topic, but there is a twist, Keith. One candidate will be for a topic, and one will be against. So let's That's do right. it. Let's bring in the candidates. You ready? Mm -hmm. Oh, I am. I've been ready. Good evening. Gentlemen, good. how are you? Good, howdy. good. Great. Howdy, howdy. Going to fix you guys real quick. We're still kind of new to this. Pro, excellent. Hey, good evening, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Today, like I said, is the Universal Wrestling Podcast debate. Each candidate will go one-on-one -on -one with someone else. Let's start off with Kyle. Kyle, why should you be the winner of this debate? Why should I? Like, what am I going to do if I win? Yeah. Uh, no homework. Um, for pizza for go. lunch every day. And uh, Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. And hail Satan. And the debate there, he wins. <laughs> Justin, how are you, sir? Give us, give us uh, the reason why you're going to win tonight's debate. Oh, I think you're muted, bud. Bud. It's probably for well, there we go. <laughs> I am doing fantastic. I appreciate you gentlemen having me on here. Absolutely. And I'm going to win this debate because I like to rant and I like to debate. So I love it. That's why I had to get you on. One of our new friends, Keith Pro, mm -hmm. we did his uh, show. What was that, last night, two nights ago? I forget. Two nights ago. We had a hell of a time on yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, really fun. Pro, what's up, dude? How are you? And give us the answer. Why should you win tonight's debate? Well, first of all, I'm doing great. I'm yes. doing great. Uh, and the reason why I think I well I should win is for one, I like to argue with people yes. about certain points that you know I'm passionate about. 
And for two, uh, I heard that there was a Disney trip involved if I won. So there you uh, go, Keith. You and him hello. with Capri Suns all day, baby. <laughs> you know it. And Not the a man. sponsor, but they should be. Yes, sir. Sponsor. And and the man of all debates from Circle of Debate, your boy Ivan. Ivan, what's good, man? How are you? What is good? Thank you so much for having me on, man. I'm honored and privileged finally to be here on the Universal Wrestling Podcast YouTube channel. But yes. I mean, come on. What is it without circle debate while having a debate? I had this to get why I am here for a yes. reason. Because when I heard it called debate. Uh-oh, you're calling us circle of debate. Uh, it seems is a why unfair. I will win yeah. tonight. We're kind, of at a disadvantage. We're kind of a disadvantage because he has debate in his name. How are we going to win this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well just leave now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Keith, I think we should get to it. What do you think? Um, uh, uh, yes, absolutely. I've been ready. Let's I've been ready go. since like noon. All right. Hyped. The first topic will be um, for nothing. I don't know what I was going to say. But the first topic. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm good at nothing. Yes. Kyle and Justin. One or two. Who wants to go first? Justin can go first. Justin, you will go first. So that means you're going you're going to be against this topic. And Kyle, you will be for this topic. You guys ready? Been ready. All right. Austin Theories failed money in the bank cash in. Justin, you get to go first. Um, let's hear it. So I still have so many things to say about theories failed cash in the guy had so much potential to be a world champion and he wasted it on a mid card title. And I know like the old, it's the only title on the show. And that's what really sucks about it because that's what to me is the issue here is theory had no other choice. And that's what really, really sucks. The guy goes out there and tries to justify a failed cash-in by just literally going, hey, I was stupid enough to waste it on a mid-card title. Like, he says it's the only title. He says it's the title that means a lot right now. Of course it only means a lot because Roman's holding the two titles hostage right now. Like, even after Monday Night Raw, he still... He came off, he's supposed to have this brand new attitude to him, but all he did was chicken out and go back to old theory. Mm. That was really all it felt like to me. Like it was like you started to do something with him, yeah, and then you just went right backwards. And it was really, really disappointing. Like, I it just really like sucks that he had to waste money in the bank when he had all the opportunity to, when he literally could have just saved it for Roman getting the crap beat out of him and, and just sliding in there and getting the job done. Like anything theory has a huge bright future ahead of himself. And this just feels like, like he stubbed his toe on the leg of a table right now. And it really, really sucks that it happened. Kyle, let's hear it, Brutal. brother. Well, um, the world title scene, first of all, is, right now is very cluttered. Obviously got Roman at the top. And we all, nobody thought Theory was ever going to be Roman, so that wasn't even an option. But you also got the potential Sammy storyline. You got 
the ooze, all the bloodline. You got Cody Rhodes potentially coming back. You got The Rock. You got Kevin Owens. You got Sheamus, Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Theory is like 10th down the totem pole of potential guys to beat Roman. So, if not Roman, might as well elevate another title that's on the brand, which is what the cash-in did. It made the United States Championship feel important, like a thing worth cashing in a Money in the Bank contract on. So it elevates the title. And yeah, he failed cashing in, but we sit here today, he's champion. So we got there eventually. It might have been a windy road to get there, but we got there. And this him failing the cash-in also prompted the character change because it made him go unhinged. It made him frustrated. It made him ditch the phone gimmick, which was holding him down more than any failed cash in ever would. So I think the way it all played out led us to here where Theory has a better gimmick. He's United States champion, and he's he's not he, he does have a bright future. He doesn't, you know, he's not gonna be world champion tomorrow, though. So I think him being in a spot to elevate the United States championship is where he fits. Because he can he's great in ring. And he's, you know, he's starting to build his character. And I think that's the perfect spot for a United States champion. So I think it all worked out. Justin, you look like you're chomping at the bit. Let's go, baby. Come on. This is a debate. <laughs> Cut him off. Listen, I, 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 it's so hard to believe it still. Let's hear it. He has this whole, <clears throat> like he had this new gimmick going for himself. And it was like, okay, I was willing to give it an opportunity. But right now, Monday, it feels like they just backtracked on it. Would you fight a guy? Yes. Did you see what Seth was wearing? Would you yes, fight a guy was... wearing that? You don't know what he's going to do. You don't know what's going to end up in your hands and your orifices. He's smart to avoid the fight at that particular time. He fights on the champ's he time. Showed up. He literally showed up in something that Becky wore for him on their wedding night. Like, my God. Right. It was it's fantastic. Insane. Absolutely insane. Like, insane. I theory he needs to like stick to the character right now because he right is. now it's he not it's, I don't know that Monday felt like a backtrack. It he felt like we're going on the champ's time. He didn't he didn't run away. He didn't feel like he wasn't he wasn't in his I don't he know. Stretch. He, he ran away. calisthenics before he came out. He wasn't ready to fight a guy in a see-through fucking lingerie pantsuit. Like that's not no. when he's going to fight. Oh, come on. That is the best time to fight a man shows up in lingerie you what are you gonna grab him in the head. you have nothing like to grab. that yes you do you grab the lingerie <laughs> <laughs> I don't good know. point i don't know how you handle lingerie usually usually but uh it just gripping it, and rip it it felt like a backtrack and it really really sucks that we went that way because he stood up to bobby lashley and then realized oh fuck i can't win this fight but then goes face to face with Rollins again, and then just goes, "Ah, oh, screw it! I'm supposed to be this like in like really angry, like I'm so mad I lost my money in the bank, and now I got the United States title, and I could just beat the snot out of Seth Rollins right here." But I'm just gonna go, "Oh well, on my time, sorry." Like I mean, it was a really what, what big disappointment. Does that give? Oh, he already pinned Seth Rollins the night before, or the two nights before. So it's like, why is Thanks he gonna waste energy? Lastly, though. The, 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 the rule book or the scorebook says Austin Theory pins Seth Rollins for the W. So the United States title needs to be like it just sucks because the United States title has no choice but to be the title right now. 
because it's held hostage, because the other one is being held by Roman I mean, and I held hostage. I think it's always a good thing for titles to be elevated. I, it's just, it was always the title. It's another one that should be the title used to bring up that can be elevated is, is definitely a thing, but it also needs to be the thing to elevate somebody to a world title, I not just is. be the only prize that you have to fight for because your world champion decides to go be somebody that he like hated the entire time. Somebody he said he'd never be like, and that's what really sucks. I mean, I, I don't think it's a consolation prize. Like you're suggesting. I think Lashley Rollins and theory did good in making it feel like they each wanted it. And now Theory's very proud to be champion enough to where he doesn't want to fight Seth willy nilly. So, and he cashed in his money in the bank, which is what this topic was. So that in itself made it feel important, I think. It just feels like a roller coaster right now with Theory. We're going up and then going down and then going up and then going down. I love roller coasters. Not always. Roller coasters. Not always. <laughs> All right, Justin, let's hear your final statement before we get on to the next topic. I, again, I want to give it a chance, but right now it's still not clicking. It is still not clicking. <laughs> I, I hate saying it, but it is it's coming down to the point where we're just going back and forth like we're playing ping pong with Austin Theory. And I would like to see them stick to something like one thing and make me feel like, OK, Theory's got this aggression in him. So let's start seeing it. Not this whole, oh, I'm going to be aggressive one day. And then when somebody starts shit talking me, I'm going to back away and run away again. Like Kyle. Well, I think because I was with you when Theory first cashed in, I was like, it was kind of dumb. Why wouldn't he just at least try against Roman? But I think he did a very good job the following week and explaining that the bloodline and their constant interference that we've seen evidenced in, in you know, Roman's two-year title reign, every match is riddled with bloodline interference and uh, the bloodline continues <clears throat> to grow. So it's inevitable that the bloodline would have helped Roman retain had Theory cashed in on Roman. So I think Theory got the most value in cashing in on the United States title. And he didn't win it, but he eventually won the title a few weeks later. So, and I think where we're at now, it's still early days, but I feel like he's in a better position now than he was when he was holding the briefcase. I love it. Keith, what do you think? Let's get to the next topic. <clears throat> yeah, no, that was all. It's well debated. Good job, gentlemen. Let's go. All right, the next topic is the Undertaker's WrestleMania streak. Ivan, you are for the decision, and Pro, you are against the decision of obviously him um, you know, losing against Brock Lesnar. Let's start. Ivan, you are for Let's hear it. Well, I, I mean, for the fact because if you look at the, the card for WrestleMania 30, you had the main event, which you had – uh, Randy Orton, Batista, and the winner between Triple H and Brian Danielson. Daniel Bryan at the time, excuse me. So you needed, you needed something of so proper that actually would cause the whole crowd and the whole momentum to go, you know, the momentum to be at its lowest. And what better way to put the Undertaker's streak on the line versus Brock Lesnar? And not only that, I mean, what other what other opponent would you rather have the Undertaker to lose to? I mean, I think this was the best way for Lesnar to get that win overall, and especially 
with Lester's career when he began as a rookie, alongside when he started working with Taker and Taker taking him taking him alongside the ropes, teaching him the you know teaching him the ways, teaching backstage role, teaching him the psychology of WWE, and for what better way for Lesnar to get rewarded by de defeating Undertaker and ending his streak at WrestleMania, and not only that, you have Brian Daniel Bryan, excuse me, having his moment his moment at WrestleMania 30 at the main event so this was the, obviously the best decision for them to have brock lesnar to dethrone undertaker's streak ever pro you're or excuse me you're against the decision of him uh being defeated at wrestlemania let's hear it yeah uh i just i don't think they should have done it for uh especially with brock lesnar just because i mean I, I, I get what I get what uh, uh, Ivan was trying to say. Um, uh, there was, you know, before WrestleMania 30, they were, you know, he was hinting at, you know, giving up and retiring and stuff like that. And behind the scenes, him and Brock Lesnar were very close. But why did they have to end the streak to begin with? Why couldn't he just go out on top? Why couldn't he keep having a streak and end it with, you know, being like 24 and 0, 21 and 0, whatever at the time, right? Um, and another point I wanted to, uh, I'm trying, I want to make is, uh, there's plenty of other talent that could have taken that than Brock Lesnar. I mean, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't, was he, or was he not a part-timer back then as well? I'm talking about Taker or you talking about Lesnar because both of them were part, you know, were part-timers because Taker was already on his way pretty much out. And he was taking more part-time roles because that's why he'll come back, make appearances at SummerSlam or Survivor Series or Royal Rumbles. You know, the big four that really counts for WWE doesn't really come much like the, the other pay-per-views at the time. And, you know, and knowing his, you know, his schedule and then knowing his physicality, he was already at that peak already. So what better way would it be to end with Brock Lesnar? I mean, it, okay. it would have been obvious. Well, well, that, Here we go. That, Let's go. Why? Okay. So with that, like... That makes sense. That makes sense, right? So, like, then why do it again with Roman Reigns years later? Well, I why mean, was I Roman Reigns also the guy as well to do that? And 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 because it was you know, a favor, it, it was a Vince McMahon favor. He will go ahead and do that for the Undertaker will do anything for Vince. And, and do and also, do you think that do you think that losing the streak on the same night that Daniel Bryan does his you know historic thing? Do you think that overshadows Daniel Bryan's thing? No, to me, I felt like everybody at the after that was talking about Undertaker losing his streak. That was the most controversial thing that happened from that night. But but did you see the next day on Raw? Brian got the biggest salvation that even more than three minutes the crowd didn't even be quiet and we're not on the top over the mic. So that was his moment that he had. And what better way to have his moment, even though we're talking about the streak here, but you know. It wasn't talked about that during that night as much compared to Brian Dance's celebration. So, I mean, like I said, with, with Taker Street, who, I mean, I know you mentioned Lesnar, but who else? It would have been obvious Cena. It would have been obvious of anybody else at that time. But someone unexpectedly, like Lesnar, why not? So, but, but, and then, but then why? I, I guess, like, why couldn't The Undertaker just keep his streak? Because I think Taker was, you know, it was about that time that Taker needed to end the streak. And, every, of course, everybody wants to end undefeated. But what better way to, I, I, you know, end the streak unexpectedly on a WrestleMania 30 
you know, and instead of waiting. Because, and not only that, he knew himself, his physically and mentally, he was not going to make it all the way to, to WrestleMania 40. I mean, look where he's at right now. He's officially retired. So he's not yeah. even, you know, he's he's not going to make it, you know. So what what better way to end the streak, you know, to end the streak early and know mentally and physically that you're not capable of doing what you used to do 20 years ago. So you don't yeah. have that capability anymore. <clears throat> what the best way to end it and have someone end it that people never expected because all of us expected Lesnar to lose to Undertaker at WrestleMania 30. But then when that unexpected, you know, surprise happened, it's, you know, it was the best, it was the best decision in my opinion. Pro, you got the last word. Let's hear it. You are against the decision. Let's hear it. Uh, I don't know. I just don't think it was the right call for any situation, regardless, especially out of all the people like, uh, Brock Lesnar, you know, a guy that uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I've just never been personally, never been a Brock Lesnar guy. Um, so I guess, I mean, that, that that's all I got uh, on this topic. Um, they could have kept the streak. They could have kept the streak uh, going. And I, I, I still believe that. I still believe that Undertaker should have come up on top. And I don't believe they should have done it again with the same guy uh, well, with Roman Reigns years later um because then that i mean then that kind of makes the whole brock lesnar thing uh invalid in my opinion but, gee, but that will be another obvious choice the same because we at that time we all saw roman was getting built up vince was pushing it vince was keep on pushing it you know for roman at that time and we noticed that and it would have been obvious it, it's it's extremely obvious here it was just only Okay, here's here's my yard. I'll give you my yard. But he didn't give him a streak. That's a difference to it. There's a difference to giving you the yard where Taker basically was the leader of the backstage role and giving mm. it to Roman Reigns. That's what he gave him. That's why he I, lost the main. Ivan, you spoke out of term. You lose some points. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, great, great first and second round. But I think we need a little more. So it's going to be an all-at brawl. Okay. No rules. Oh, it's not going to be one-on-one. -on -one. It's all of us. Keith, you're in oh. the mix too. I know this topic is I'm ready. I know this topic is talked often about what will happen, why it should happen. Let's talk about it. All right. Give it to me. Give it to me. No. No, 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 no. 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 I think no. I think it does. Let's oh, hear it, Keith. Why do you think? I, no, no, no. I would like to hear first I, why I you're wrong. You. <laughs> I want to hear why you're wrong. God damn it. I Come just think if they go one-on-one -on -one without the title, what does it mean? I understand it's out of the table. Uh, it, it, I know it's legend versus legend, you know, family versus family. But why? The, the, the other question is, too, who is good enough to beat Roman right now? I don't see anyone. So why not have The Rock? Yes, you can throw in your boy, Keith K.O., but I don't think he's on the same level. Come on, let's hear it. This is a debate. So it's it, the, I get where you're coming from, the spectacle and all that. The whole thing we when this whole when this all started out here tonight with Justin and and Kyle over there, they were talking about how it, it's essentially become a thing where the title is like a it's it's almost like Roman's part time. He's on all the shows. He's on a lot of the shows. He shows up. He's there. He's not exactly part time like Lesnar was, where he just had the belt and disappeared for months on end. 
Guy doesn't defend it all the time, which is fine. That's how a word title should be. If you give it to The Rock, though, The Rock has when Who can name the last time The Rock wrestled a real match, not a fucking 13-second squash against the Wyatts at and WrestleMania? I, When's the last match he actually wrestled? I don't need Anyone? to answer. I, don't I answer don't that. Don't, don't answer that. Exactly, because I don't know either, because none of us do. Because he's, he's, not, he's beyond uh, part-time. He is not of course, going. Justin does. Oh, Give me. Okay. Roman, Roman won't lose. Justin, go ahead. It is the match with John Cena. First John off. Cena, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, the and second, the second in a lifetime, twice in a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. once yeah. in a lifetime, yeah. twice. twice. Yeah. I was there for the second time. Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm, so, I'm basically the, with you though, because the no. the Rock and Roman literally have the head of the table. That's all it is. That's all you need. It does exactly. not need extra freaking really, things. To I on get. Yeah. I don't think you need I the Rock. Nick's period. Coming from. I get where Nick's coming from here. That like, yeah, the Rock's not going to win it. You're absolutely right. But that's Correct. what makes the that's what makes that match with the title stupid. Because all of us know going into that, the Rock's not going to win. If you have, if you take the title out of the picture and it becomes the Rock coming back, just being like, oh, you're the head of the table. Really? I am. Disagree. Like, I know friggin' Disagree. Logan Paul stole it already, but the Rock is, if, if Logan Paul is the table, then Lo, or the, the Rock then is like <laughs> the fucking seeds that made the tree to make the wood to make the table. Like think- the guy has transcended <laughs> wrestling at this point. So he comes back and he's like, you're talking a lot of shit. You're talking a whole lot of shit here, Roman. You're the head of the table. Eat my ass. I'm the fucking head of the table. And then it becomes a thing of like, well, it's not for the title. Maybe he is. Maybe he'll take it. Maybe we'll enjoy seeing him wrestle for the first time since whatever year that was for the second in a lifetime thing. But for the title, it, it's like you said. If you go into it, it's like, oh, it's Rock Roman for the title. It's like, okay, well, Roman's going to retain. They're not going to put the they're not going to put the undisputed both the world title belts on a person who's not even part time at this point, who's just been absent outside of random appearances where Ronda Rousey flips someone over in the ring or he rock bottoms Eric Rowan after setting yeah. his name on fire to start a show. One more thing before I give it to Kyle. Did you think Roman or Cena would have uh, Cena would have beaten Roman? No, you knew Roman was going to, you know, get the pin and you enjoyed the match still. Kyle, take it away. Well, I mean, just looking at looking at it from a a storyline perspective, because we are, I mean, from a business standpoint, it doesn't make any sense um, as you guys have laid out. But from a storyline perspective, okay, The Rock is 50 years old. He is the biggest star in the world with or without a, a world championship. By the way, he's already won several world championships in WWE. So he's already proven himself in that arena. What incentive would the rock have to come back and win one more world title? Are you at none? There is quick, none. quick, quick, oh, quick point. Okay. Just want to, just want to pop in here real Please. quick. Cause you, Nick, Nick brought up the whole, did we think Cena was going to win the title from Roman? That wasn't for the undisputed universal title. It was just when he was universal champion. So yeah, there's a little bit of doubt there. Yeah. Right now, Roman owns both world title. Where's belts. the mute button? God damn it. Oh, bring it. <laughs> can't silence the truth, man. Can't... <laughs> All right, Kyle. Well, no, and, and similar to the Undertaker streak, actually. Uh, and why I don't think Brock Lesnar should have been that guy. The value in this is whoever beats him, because whoever beats him, beat and beat, whoever beats Roman for the title is going to be instantly made. Yeah. It's not going to do anything for The Rock if he were to win the title. Great point. So, and look, Sami Zayn, Jey Uso, uh, Cody Rhodes, Kevin Owens, like these are just a few names as of right now that would all 
hugely benefit from beating Roman. It would they would all make sense in beating Roman. And the Rock and Roman, look, the story is the family, it's the bloodline, it's the head of the table. Yeah. None of that the, the the title would be a backdrop. Like it would be an accessory. And we've reached a point where when Roman loses, the title has to be the main focus. And it would not be the main focus if it was Rock and Roman for the title. Justin, let's hear it. You for or or against? It, it does not need the WWE title. I don't okay. need to. I don't. I think it doesn't need to have the WWE title. You have the family lineage. You have the Rock coming back to go. Hey, you call yourself at the head of the table, but I've been doing this a hell of a lot longer, being yeah. the head of that table of this family for so much more longer than you. Hell, I mean, even out in Hollywood, like you're like you've only been out in Hollywood once, but I'm still here. As an coming extra in my here, movie, <laughs> right? I'm coming back here to show you that no matter what, how how long you've been champion, you call yourself head of the table. You're never gonna compare to the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Like it is there. It is there. It doesn't need extra things hooked onto it the entire time. Uh, Ivan, let's hear it. What do you got? <laughs> I'm a <laughs> wow. Come on. But I, I, I'm, I was Justin and Kyle. I, I like how Kyle put it in perspective. And, and just to add on to as well, look, it doesn't need the title at all. All it does, and just to, and I'm breaking it down the business aspect and breaking it down in Dwayne Johnson's career. If we're noticing too that I'm noticing, he why is he really like going back and putting out the Young Rock show? Why is he explaining to the audiences who are new to him, who are following him, who probably don't even know that he used to be a wrestler. He's taking it out because he wants all that just to be out there, out and about, and wants he does. He wants his legacy to be in Hollywood, not no longer in pro wrestling. He wants to escape from that. So, what better way for how Kyle mentioned the head of the bloodline have the head at the table, which is Dwayne Johnson, and you have Roman. He can lose the in night one, lose the belt to anybody, like how the names were mentioned, Cody, KO, yeah. or anybody. Night two is where the prestigious title is, which is the head of the table of the Samoan family, of that family. And now you have all the Samoan dynasty up there in the entrance. And then you just, that's when Dwayne the Rock passes the torch. Because now the Rock's legacy in pro wrestling is now closed for his chapter. New chapter is open to end his legacy in Hollywood. And what better way for Roman to have that? And he could just sit down on, his, on the throne of, of Dwayne's in the pro wrestling era saying that now I own this head of the table and doesn't need the belt. He can get it whenever he wants. It, it, that's how they, they should portray, portray it yeah. because he is up, you know. But Roman defeating Dwayne will put him at the high level without even with the, with the universal title at all. It, that, that's, it, you know, it, it builds that story. And it does build that story for, for Roman, and it benefits The Rock as well because he gets away from pro wrestling because he's more focused on the new audiences who are knowing him? Oh, he's an actor. Oh, he, he came out on Fast and Furious. He came out on Red Notice. They're focusing on that. And what better way for him to focus on that and ending his legacy in the Hollywood career than just only progress? Yeah. The only thing I'll say is I, I I agree to an extent, but I don't know who is the next man up. I don't. And when is it? Is it this Cody WrestleMania? Rose. Is it Cody next Rose. WrestleMania? If it's next WrestleMania, then you know, I just I, I don't know why you would go one-on-one -on -one for the bloodline or for the, the family. It just doesn't make sense to me. If he's going to hold on to the title this year, 
then I can understand. Then, you know, well, then, then but, but how? Then who else is next? I don't what think is, anyone what, is. What, well, what achievement does he need? He needs an achievement. because There's the not, problem. The story's going to be... Let's hear it, bro. That's, there, that's the problem. Why are we so, like, if we're all about, oh, you know, Triple H is the future, man. He's focused on the younger guys, blah, blah, blah. And we're over here talking about The Rock coming back for a Roman match. They should be able to fucking... Sorry for cursing, but they should uh, be able to come no, here. VMA, man. VMA. <laughs> they should be able to come here if Triple H is as good as he says he is, or everybody else says he is. He yeah. should be able to build a younger star and be able to hype up this match between him and Roman Reigns for those for those two titles and not bring up this nostalgia all the time. That was the problem I had with WWE back in the day. Um, when The Rock came back for a John Cena match, and or Goldberg or Stone Cold, yeah. we constantly go over these nostalgia acts, and it gets you know it's tiring. And yeah. I get it, there's I, a story there, there's a story there for sure. Well, it, and that's where I think the the biggest ball drop with Theory's cash in was. I stand by Theory should have held that thing because he could have held it until WrestleMania, I believe. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, but he could have had it till WrestleMania this year. Right. I think the story to be told should have been. Cody returns for the Rumble. Cody wins the Rumble. Cody goes to WrestleMania to go against Roman. Cody wins as soon as he wins. A town down. He comes out, cashes in, Shitty ends music. Cody right away. <laughs> yeah, ends he ends right away. Like you want to talk about giving someone heat in a second? Fucking theory would be the middle of a nuclear bomb if that's how that went with his cash in. He right. would be. He would literally burst into flames with the heat he would have for that. And if earlier that's we were how talking about. And that brings building that younger person up, like Pro said. You, that's how you build yeah. theory. You Earlier we were talking about unexpectedness with Brock Lesnar and Undertaker. You know, Brock Lesnar beating him—that would be unexpected. You know, why is yeah. that so wrong? Yeah, no, I agree. I, I don't disagree there because it's like you compared it to Seth Rollins when he he cashed in at WrestleMania 31. Nobody expected that. Nobody thought he was going to cash in and, and uh, you know take it away. I'll say this. I don't know why we're looking at, you know, the reason, I guess because it's a topic, but for me, it's like, why do you want this run to end? Why do you want Cody to come back? Why? I mean, yes, I want to see Cody win it sometime, but I just, I'm enjoying this. I mean, look at the, uh, the match at uh, survivor series. That's good shit. That's storytelling at its finest. You want that done? You want that gone? No. He holds on the title. He beats The Rock for the title, and he gets on with it. I'm, I'm going to say this. I was more intrigued by Sami Zayn and uh, Jay Uso's story than I was yeah. Roman. Roman could, mm -hmm. like somebody was saying. Well, he uh, couldn't hear. Yeah. KO for your champion. Come on. Come on. I think that's Come on. That's, that's, thing about that's, that's all flipping that's flops, and he's sloppy. He's not my ballet. champion. Hey, ballet, that's pal. That's the thing about the Ricky story. It has kind of dipped big time. Like, no. the Sammy stuff is way more is interesting. This at this point, we're throwing opponents at Roman. At, like, that just to give point. him opponents. So, like, yeah. I, it's just, it, 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 it kind of feels like it needs to come to an end because the main issue was keep it fresh. Keep freaking competition coming in for Roman, and we just keep start stop start stop start yeah. stop the entire that, time well, they booked themselves into a corner by making him a uh, superman 
mm-hmm. by beating everybody. Well, yeah. And when you beat that, everybody, that you call. have nobody to beat. Yeah, no, see, that was Vince's call. And he well, was the one that... Theory, too. You know, Look at that now. issue. He, he's beaten everybody because the bloodlines constantly had his back. But if the bloodline crumbles and somebody mm. from within the bloodline challenges him... There you go. And then they have a whole that's, new playing field. And that's... I am scared. Then that's more interesting than bringing back The Rock no, I agree. for I totally a nostalgia agree. grab. Yeah, I'll give that agree. to you. I agree that's with scary you. And does it, is, it, is it going to happen? That's the other question. I, I really don't know. I mean, the black... Well, I heard black somebody Adam, say it. What, was it Keith? Didn't do if well. If you transcend wrestling, then that means that you're no longer... You should no longer be part of that world. Look at John Cena. I mean, John Cena, granted, he came back. Yeah. But he hasn't had a match this year. And we're no. almost done. I yeah. think Roman oh, is yeah. the table, and he should not be defeated. Boom, baby! He had the one with Rome. Not this year. That was last year. I'm I'm fine with letting it extend for a while. Like, I'm fine with him. I mean, if it doesn't end at Mania, that's fine. I'm saying, I was saying, if Theory still had the briefcase, that was how it should have gone. TK agrees with me because TK is the man. He can face Sammy. We can't face Cody WrestleMania. It doesn't have to beat him. Like, Roman could defeat Cody. Roman could defeat Sammy. Like, right. This is what happens when I show comments. Uh, All right. Yeah. Well,. (laughs) Good enough. Uh, everyone, everyone else reading the comments knows that TK is with me. Yeah. Like that, that would have been an ideal world. That obviously cannot happen now, and that's fine. I'm not saying that I necessarily want Roman's reign <laughs> to end, <laughs> but like there we go. Good you know, shit. it's we like every as much as I am enjoying it and everything. We're like the same fan base that when Brock won the Universal Title and then just went away for like a long time. Granted, like Roman's like more present on TV and stuff, but it was just kind of like. All right, cool. We have this guy who's still world champion and he doesn't really do anything with it. Roman's on TV is in an interesting storyline, so that changes a little bit, but it is also kind of just like, all right, yeah, he's still still the world champ. Okay. Is this guy gonna beat him? Probably not, because he beat him already. You know, yeah. like Drew's not a vi- I I love Drew McIntyre, but it, I there's like rumors of them having another go around, and it's like, all right, you're gonna lose again. You did it. You did it you did in your home, goes. you did in your hometown in the UK. Like what chance do you have of winning in fucking Wichita, Kansas? Like, it's like the scary, uh, with, the scary thing to go with this rock thing is I know again it's a report and all that stuff, but it's like there's reports going around that the rock's going to win the rumble, and that's just nonsense. Because then that, uh, is. that first off, tell me that, that first off, you do not need to give the rock the rumble to have this match. You can just have the match because story and family. Mm-hmm. And second off, that is shitting on. All the younger talent that can just that deserve that spot of winning the Rumble and main event in WrestleMania. Yeah. I had to do it. Any last words before we get to the next topic? And this topic is going to be a banger. Oh, yeah. No? Oh, good. Lower my blood pressure back down for the next one. Let's I mean, go. What- Ivan, sorry I cut you off. What do you got? Any last words? Uh, I was going to say, um, look, right now, WWE has the opportunity to be on the drawing board because they have no no pay-per-view this month. It gives them the opportunity to now build stories heading into the Rumble and then right after it. So this is uh, – this is, and I mean, they can build stories with, for television, like, with the, like, the, like the World Cup tournament. With Gunther and everything else, that's fine, but it gives a it does they gotta have a lot a lot of opportunity to start building stories 
heading into Mania because I think Paul Levesque wanted to get away from this, and oh, because this was a basis, you know, so it's like get away from the Vince McMahon type of thing, you know, like okay, fine, that's done. Mm-hmm. He got the virus mm-hmm. series over with. Now start fresh, heading into 2023, uh, heading into Royal Rumble, and then there'll be Paul Levesque's era, in my opinion. I mean, it, it began already in so, Clash of the Castle and everything else, but I think this time Man. we're gonna see. 2023. All right. The next topic is the Ronda Rousey WWE experience. Hey, man, we talked about it on your podcast, bro. We sure did. The first year was, for me, in my opinion, was really, really fun. I love seeing her going on or going one-on-one with, you know, Steph, Triple H, The Rock, the whole thing. That was really interesting. But in my opinion, I just, I don't know anymore. I just don't know what you do with her now and what you do with her in the future. I don't think she sells much merch. I don't know if she gets a lot of views on YouTube. I don't know what she's good for anymore. And that's sad because she was a big name at the beginning. Kyle, we didn't hear from you much last uh, topic. Let's hear you. Let's hear from you now. What do you got? I could speak, um, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ronda Rousey, I mean, she's lost all, like, not all, but she's not the star, or she's not the uh, attraction that she was in her first run. Because the first time is like, oh, shit, this UFC lady, the girl that, you know, or the woman that made women's UFC a thing, or yeah. women's MMA a thing, is here in WWE. It was like a crazy, like, transition. And then, like you said, her run was pretty good. She didn't talk that much. Um she had good matches with like uh is there like a washer in the background or something um yeah she had good matches with like charlotte and sasha and even like nia Jax. like she was having really fun matches but then she came back and immediately like at the rumble it was clear she didn't want to be there and it's still to this day it just keeps progressing she keeps getting more apathetic every time she comes out there yeah and the, the whole babyface run was ridiculous i don't know what they were thinking with that with charlotte and all that they had decent matches but the build was terrible and now she's just at this point where it's like people are just annoyed to see her like i don't know who's tuning in to see ronda rousey nobody nobody's buying a ticket no nobody's buying a pay-per-view for ronda rousey t-shirts no i mean i don't know what her her merch is doing but i wouldn't guess it can't be dude it can't be yeah so i think people that are buying her merch are are mistakenly buying hers and not rowdy rowdy pipers (laughs) because they wear the same shirt yeah the same colors uh, uh, Justin, do you think? Oh, go ahead. My bad. No, Kyle. no, no, I'm good. Justin, do you think it's the storylines that she's been inserted in, or do you you think it is Ronda Rousey? I mean, it doesn't help what she does online as well. Let's hear it. It's I, I can't even tell you really what it is. She that first run was so special. Like it, it she, was her being in that division, her being in that division the entire like that first year, just was such a big step up Elevated. for the women in the middle of that, the the women's revolution, as it was, that first run was you got Ronda Rousey and that makes everybody elevate their game. Yeah. Like, and now it's just Ronda's here. And I still just cannot figure out what the hell her purpose is here. Well, look at Banks. She's gone. You know, like she's why is that? Like I, I figured like her coming back, would be, hey, we're this is going to be the chance for the women to step up again. But it just feels like Ronda's just part of the division now. 
And yeah. she's just running that division and making everybody not even doing what she originally did by making them all step up. She's just trying to overshadow them. And it's almost kind of coming off uh -oh. Charlotte style. Charlotte does that kind of thing where she'll make, she'll overshadow people. And I'll go, this sucks. It's so bad. Like, it's just, it's disappointing that it's come down to that because mm -hmm. I, Rhonda, it was such, again, was such a good part of a division. Yeah. And now she's just kind of become one of the worst parts about the division. Ivan, I know for me, uh, matches, wrestlers, I have to believe in them. I can't believe in Rhonda. She's unbelievable. Yeah, she's an ass kicker in the, you know, octagon, but the squared circle just doesn't cut it for me. What do you got? Let's hear it. That was a good segue. Thank you. Good one. Um, it, I think, I think, well, for me, how I felt, I think what fell off, honestly, was ever since they did not make that singles one on one Beck and Rhonda. It's, and they added Charlotte. I feel that's, I feel like that kind of dropped the ball. And for her momentum, well, because if you go back and we look at it, the momentum was everybody wanted to have that singles match at Mania. That should have been a one on one. And I respect Charlotte, you know, of course, professionally, everything what she does, but she shouldn't have been added to that to that matchup, because, you know, look what happened. It wasn't the greatest ending for that mania, even though yeah. you know, wasn't it a botch too? It was a botch. Yeah, yeah. yeah she but like still. kicked her shoulder was up or whatever. But yeah, still, you bring up Scarlett, you bring up Banks. I just, it's Ron. Just I don't, I don't I think for me, I, I don't blame her. I blame the booking. It's just for Damn. me. It's, I love it's it. Let's hear it. This is just the booking how it was because they knew. Look, right now, Paul is trying to figure out, analyzing everything, what fits, what does not fit. Yeah. So I, I'm not going to give him of what's going on right now. What I would do right now, currently, to revive that is make her a true badass with Shayna Baszler. But they tried. But yeah, but but well, okay, but here's the problem. And Shane is nothing. She doesn't have the charisma. Rhonda doesn't. You're Neither gonna, one of them do. You're gonna put no. them two together. Come on. They need a mouthpiece. Is what they need. Yes. Yeah. They need yeah. a yeah. Shane with Heyman. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Give them a mouthpiece. That's not bad. I mean, I don't think anyone. Not? Yeah, but I don't think anyone's gonna touch Heyman right now. I don't think they want that. Yeah, he's not. Line. Yeah. But, yeah, but I I'm, just, I'm, it's just. Go ahead. My bad. I just love yeah. the debate. Yeah, but see, the thing is, the is just that. Whoa. The thing is this, it's just that you could build those two women and you want to build the women's tag division. There you go. Fucking no. use them. Hold on, hold on. You haven't even heard my point yet because you're already jumping the gun without even uh. point. So, like I said, right now you get you need to give them heat. You need to start giving them real, real good heat. Make them badasses, truly badasses. Like, oh, they they run the women's division. And then have right. everybody okay come back and, and go against them. You, you know, there's different ways how to rebuild Ronda's momentum back. Yeah. Just knowing how to use it properly, and knowing as well the chemistry too at the same time. So there's a lot of factors into it. You have to understand that there's so many factors into this. But I feel like what killed the momentum was ever since that mania, that first run. I agree with both of all of you guys. Her run was great, but I feel like the way how they pushed it was the issue. So that's why I blame booking because it was just. Okay, it was too obvious. It was very predictable. But yeah. if they if they would have done the singles, we would have been talking literally about Ronda right now. But yeah, it just you know. I, just, I think I think you said two uh, really important words: good heat 
She don't got that. I don't know how you get that back, but I think if you do, that's something special. Yeah. Right? I mean, Keith, looks like you're barking at I, I Well, I mean, just to, to touch on, I mean, I had kind of said uh, on, you know, on our stream with Pro here on Tuesday that I think one of the biggest problems with her is that she, wrestling, no matter how, whatever anybody wants to say, especially like now, everybody, like you can't have the gimmick anymore of being like, I'm a good wrestler. Because that's everyone now. Yeah. 12, 15-ish years ago when the women's division was the Divas and they were fighting for a belt with a fucking butterfly on it. Sure, Ronda Rousey comes into that. Boom. Like, that. Could, she doesn't need to talk. Her gimmick is just, I'm going to come out there, break a fucking neck, we're going to move on. Great. Now, almost everyone in the women's division, trying to think of some exceptions, but I can't off the top of my head. Everyone pretty much is a good wrestler, though. So you need they need to have that charisma those mic skills behind them and i had said on tuesday ronda doesn't have that because ronda is just the same character she just changes her body language of the things she says if she's presented right. as a face she's i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna beat your ass and i'm i'm tough and if she's a heel she goes i'm gonna beat your ass and i'm tough mm-hmm. it's the yeah. same exact words they come out there there it's just she changes body language and tone and that's all it is there's nothing there to get me interested in it um I don't and think I just, she gets it. I, I, and on, I yeah, think that's, I just, that's it, too. I, I think it was something that she she came into it with that first run. Same, another point I'm going to bring back here because I thought it was a great one I made myself. I'm very masturbatory <laughs> here. But on the Tuesday, master the point at the beat. That, exactly. Masturbatory on the master debating. Mas- jerking off. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Like, <laughs> I think a big reason why her first run was so good was because up to that point, that was coming toward the tail end of the authority storyline where Stephanie just got to be a raging bitch to everybody and she never got her comeuppance for it. Anytime during that whole authority storyline, she never got anything for it. I think maybe once, like, Vicky Guerrero, like, pied her and, like, maybe Jeez. once Brie Bella, like, pulled her hair. That was it. That was the extent of what she got out of just being a bitch and just being like, God, we want you to fucking die. You suck. So then when Ronda first came in, her and Angle, Trips and Stephanie, she got in the ring, put Stephanie in an armbar, and we were all like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you. Holy shit. Yes, yes, yes. And we just rode that bliss for a while of being like, cool, this is a great thing she did. And I think she came in right in that same high of like, wow, this is this. I'm not getting actually like my, I'm not actually getting beaten to piss in, in the octagon. Like we're we're cell punching and cell falling yeah. and all these things. So like, cool, this is an easy thing. And then it was like the reality crushed down on her of just like, well, this is what I do now. And this is what I have to do. And Kyle put up a great point. When she came back at the Rumble, it was just like her first appearance when she came out and did her weird point to the WrestleMania sign, the weirdest point that's ever happened to that. She had like, she looked genuinely, genuinely happy. She looked very excited to be there. And then when the Rumble, her number came up and she's like, all right, okay, here Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. All right. And a clothesline. All right. Come on. (laughs) All right. Arm bar. You're out. Okay. I still don't think she's gotten because like, she was getting booze in her first run. Like when the mm-hmm. Becky start stuff started happening. Oh yeah. And people were getting behind Becky and not being behind Rhonda. And I think Rhonda took that very I mean she did obviously took it very personally and I don't think she's gotten over that. And she has like this this disdain for the audience, but not like in a good way. Like it doesn't translate yep. into being Yeah, a good it's not character. like jokingly. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. to a point where she doesn't try. Like you have to Yep. 
No, I think her problem is she tries too hard. I think she tries too hard because whenever she's a face or a heel, she leans way too much to being a face. I said this on Tuesday, and she leans way too much on being a heel. She tries to play up the crowd way too much on either side, and it's not convincing. And people see through that shit. I mean, we're we're all wrestling fans here. We're not stupid, you know. We all know when somebody's trying too hard, and I feel like she's trying way too hard to convince us that she's badass. Even the commentary, they're like, oh, here comes the badass. You know, it's like... Baddest woman on the planet. Yeah, the baddest woman on the planet. It's like, no, we don't see that. We yeah. don't We don't see that anymore. I think Ivan crushed it, that it was... It all really started to derail when it went from being her and Becky to main event mania to, like, throwing Charlotte into it. And TK, since we can't bring the comments up, TK brought a good put up in there saying that he's hoping... They're building to Becky taking that belt off her at Mania, finally doing that one-on-one. Gotta be right. I hope. I hope it is to me. I, I really do so too. because I hope so. That, it's it's needed. That was like there was Becky. Like uh, I can't even like form words. Like Becky got herself over so fucking well, and it was like one of the first times that somebody got themselves over really well. And Vince was just like, okay, yeah, we can run with this one. Instead of the Zack Ryder treatment where he got himself over real good and he's like, I don't want you to win. You'll, you yeah. can have you can win the IC title in a ladder match and then lose it the next night. Fuck you. Like Becky got over, busted her. Oh, my God. I still I want the poster behind me somewhere here of her with the fucking broken ass nose and the SmackDown uh, friggin shirt. She was she just killed it. Everything she did in that run up to it, like just killed it. And then it was just like, all right, Charlotte's back. So now she's in, too, because fuck you. It's like, well, yeah. And I don't, I talk a lot of shit on Charlotte. I don't hate her. She's really, she's an <laughs> awesome worker. Yeah. I just hate that it's like she is without question the Roman Reigns from years ago in the women's division where they're just like, no, you're going to, you're going to like her. You're going to watch her. And that's yeah, all they do yeah. with her. And it's, yeah. that's why she, that's why it became a triple threat because they're just like, oh, well, wait, first women's main event at Mania. Well, Charlotte has to be in there. We have to put her in there. We can't not do the, uh, something historical women's wise and not have it be Charlotte. Wasn't she also the first women's Hell in a Cell? Wasn't that her and Sasha? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe the, yeah. the only one she didn't get was the Iron, like an Iron Man, a, a woman, an Iron Woman match, because wasn't that Sasha and Bailey in NXT? I and could be there, though, too. Many, she might have gotten the first one of there. So, like, you know. I think that's where it all started going down for Rhonda. And then, like I said, I'm I'm just convinced a lot of it just comes to she just doesn't have personality in any way. And yeah. because of the era of being a good wrestler doesn't cut it for anything anymore, like by itself, she's just stuck. I think I said on Tuesday the same thing. If she had showed up, if, the, if everything was the way it was, like if, if she had showed up like 12 years ago, it'd be a whole different story. It'd be a completely yeah. different story. If she was the first one to show up to be like a decent wrestler while like the only other one was like AJ Lee at the time. And then yeah. it was like, you know, no hate to any of these names, but like fucking Summer Ray and Eva Marie and all these people around that are kind of like, I can do a snapmare and then we'll figure it out from there. Like <laughs> she comes in having like actual combat, like sport experience. And it would be a whole different story of just like, I don't care what she says. Look at her fucking go. But it's not. Instead, yeah. she's in there mixing it up with people like Becky, who are really good in the ring, and Sasha. Or I don't know, did she fight Sasha? Maybe she shouldn't fight Sasha. That'd be a good one to watch. Maybe that was a great question. Do you no, think it's because she's too believable? That's too why believable? I freak- Yeah, like because she's a UFC fighter and an MMA fighter and all that stuff. Like, oh, they look at her was a UFC fighter. To, yeah, she has to like go in there and freaking Ken always- was a fighter. 
decimate yeah, but, people. But I think like, what he's trying to say is they're believable. Like their in-ring work was believable. I think, yeah, Justin, I, I, I think you got something there. Like she's from the UFC. She kicked ass. She should be, you know, Shana she Blazer. should do well. Yeah, she that's should. She should do I well. I think that's the problem. That's, that's a, the problem that's with it. One. That's a good one. I didn't think about that. Yeah. She's a badass. Why can't she be good in the WWE? Well, it's not really for everybody, and I think it shows. Yeah, but I just remind you, it's remind you one thing. It doesn't have to be like high spot moves. It could be you know, a suplex mm-hmm. or an elbow drop or an arm bar, yeah. anything that sells. Remind you, it's, it's telling the story in the ring and selling yourself. Like, you know, everybody mentioned her problem is her charisma, and that's, that, that's obviously the main key issue, you know, Moves doesn't matter. I, I get you know it's a good point that you mentioned that Justin, but also Dave mentioned. Look at how Shamrock, Shamrock, for example, it, he transitioned into pro wrestling. It took him a lot a while yeah. to the you know to the to the psychology of pro wrestling. Same with Dan Severin when he went along. So I mean, what Ronda and Shayna, you know, basically the four, all four horsewomen, you know, they're transitioning into something different. This is not. A uh, uh, you know, a judo throw. I mean, you know, grapple or none of that. I mean, this is jujitsu. This is different. So yeah, you got to be entertaining too. Yeah, that's the only thing that they're missing is the entertaining side. But I feel like for me, the entertaining side, how you mentioned Justin, that they should be a, a badass. Like they should be a badass. That's why. That's why I mentioned the way they could really revive this is have those two, like your women of destruction, like the brothers of destruction, yeah. run over everybody. And get fucking heat and just get all that shit talking. Mind you, we live in a modern era where anything you say on social media or anything can be offended, you know, very offensive. Yeah. So I mean they could take that advantage. She does that well. But I think that well. I think the booking though of a badass like that, like someone that's running through your division, like you had kind of mentioned earlier, that brings mm-hmm. its own kind of host of problems that I always I bring up on I feel like I might have brought it up on every stream I've been on since I got into all this here with Nick is it brings up the same problem that, like, I feel like AEW has with Jade Cargill. Like, it's cool on the one hand, like, yes, there's there's some sort of booking to be done for, like, badasses that run through your roster. But yeah. I'm at a point in AEW, I know this is kind of unrelated, but I'm at a point in AEW where Jade is whatever she is in O now, and I'm kind of just like, I don't care to watch any more of your matches because I don't know who's going to beat you. Everyone that you have signed on your roster, you've already, they've, she's whooped all their asses except for, like, Britt Baker, who is yeah. doing whatever else, like she's jade's beaten jamie hater unless i'm completely wrong there maybe they haven't wrestled i could be wrong on that but they haven't they don't do they have like but you know well. like other yeah. than the well yeah. we need fact checkers <laughs> i just like the other than like it's like jade has beaten everyone else on that roster that's not the ones in the main title picture which already let's talk about that how is she undefeated and she hasn't gotten an actual women's title shot but that's a different argument for a different day yeah. so like if you get into this thing of like trying to re redo and rebook Rhonda and Shayna as that it's like okay but then that's still I guess it's like something that it, it worries me more because then where do they go from there because I feel like there's never a good answer to that like yeah. running through everybody but no one can beat them because then who do you get to beat them and especially that's it's even more of it's something even more worrisome, but it's something that's Sasha even more worries well I guess yeah with Sasha and Naomi like they're the exception yeah. now but it's more of a worry with WWE I was going to say because like with AEW at least they have the flexibility I don't think they'll do it with Jade but like they have the flexibility that they could bring in like a, 
a Jordan Grace, who I fucking love, to actually pin Jade because she's bigger and believable and could beat Jade potentially. Or like Max the Impaler or someone like that. Like They have a lot of room that they can bring people in because they're more independent like that. But in WWE, you're either signed to a WWE contract or you're not. So if you're going to book them as these badasses on this run, awesome. But then you need to start building while you're running that badass run. You got to start building somebody else up really, really well to make a believable challenger for because if not, you know... It's the same yeah. like the Roman thing I said. If she pins, if she pins Sasha at some point, I'm not going to believe Sasha's going to has a chance to beat her the next time they go at it. I don't believe Drew has a chance to beat Roman because Roman already beat him. Yeah, I mean that's, that's the biggest question. Mm-hmm. It's like who you know. It just also like I said, I, I'm too much in the detail. It's just me. I'm like, who's producing yeah. it? Who the hell? Are, you know, that's just yeah. how I am. It's just. Everything it all involves at towards the end of the day, it, it involves behind the scenes, besides the person who's presenting it, who's doing it, but it's also yeah. hey, how you're really breaking it down to this individual, you know. There's a lot of producers backstage that WWE has come, which I'm not compared to AW, that's different, that's a different topic. But this is like you will there's there's time and there's opportunities how to fix this, and mm-hmm. they have it right now. Mm-hmm. What I mentioned earlier, we're not no. into Rumble yet. We're not into Rumble yet. You got this whole month to fix it. You can't uh, that, fix this. I you can't. That's why I was asking uh, you guys, Keith and uh, Nick, the other night. Like, how long do we have? How long do we give like Dom and or Rhonda before we say, okay, this it. run? We, we we've given them this run. Yeah, like we've given them enough chances. I think we've given they, her they're enough just terrible. chances. I, think I don't think she's her at mania, and then she goes away. Yeah. yeah. She's not good on the mic. She's not good in the ring. I don't care if you're a new UFC Hall of Famer. You gotta, you gotta have the it factor. She had the it factor in UFC. She does not have the it factor in professional wrestling, and that's just the bottom line. I mean, you just we could debate about this all night, but I think we can all agree there. Like, right? It's just not entertaining for me. No, it just I think maybe towards the end, I think she wants to be at home, be a mother. Yeah, honestly, that's That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. No, no so shame. No disrespect. Yeah. yeah. When she comes out, Go ahead. Especially when she comes out sounding like a mom. She always has those like corny, like, ha ha, I'm a funny mom, right? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> Title Shotzi. Yeah. Clean up an aisle green. Like, yeah, you're, you're on skis. Yeah. I know. That's the only thing I was like, what kind of, who wrote this promo for her? Yeah. What the fuck was yeah. that? Kendrick. The, the better. Oh, oh, we got geez. fired. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. All right, boys, let's get to the last topic. Any yeah. last words before we do? Rhonda sucks. Rhonda sucks. <laughs> I love it. It is her last run. That's all I got to say. Yeah, you heard it here. I first. do. I will say, though, because we uh, TK has shared it in our little chat thing earlier. There's like this whole thing, or he shared it on Twitter. There was a whole thing of like somebody's had a whole thing at like at this time on Friday, let's get the trend, like the, the hashtag sure. trending fire Ronda Rousey. I don't support that at all. Yeah. She sucks, but no, I'm that's certainly not going to do that. Like, yeah. just go fuck yourself. It's not going to do anything yes. besides make you feel like you're a cool person on Twitter. Yeah. And you're not. You're so the worst. She wants to leave, and that's it. Yeah, like, yeah. exactly. Give her that, at least. I mean, yeah. is she, she really sucks, trying? I, I, yeah, she sucks, but I think she's trying, right? I mean, hey, you know, you get an A for that. A for effort. Yeah. A for effort. All right, let's get to the last topic of the night. The topic is what was more important. Pipe bomb. All right, let's hear it, pro. We didn't hear you much last uh, last round. Let's get it here. Pipe bomb. Pipe bomb. 
Definitely the pie bomb. And, and it's not because I'm from Chicago. And I love CM Punk. <laughs> uh, and that's my hometown hero. But definitely the pipe bomb. Uh, that that was the... I mean, at the time, that was the most, like... No one has ever, like... Regardless if he went out there and they told him to do it, like, kind of speak out their mind, that yeah. was the most iconic thing that has ever been said. And... um Many people have tried to emulate it, try to copycat it, but nobody yeah, has ever matched did. it. Nobody's yeah. ever matched it. And it's mm-hmm. it's great. I love it. Um that that pipe bomb one hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough for me just because I know it's a television show and everything has to go through Vince. And there's been stories, and I think even Punk said something. You know, he knew about uh, a lot of things. Maybe not not about the Colt Cabana thing. Maybe not about, you know, calling his uh, Triple H a doofus. I don't know about that. But uh, it was like, I don't know. Predicting the future almost. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was passionate. The the context of the time, I mean, Punk legitimately was reaching the end of his contract. At the time, yeah, sure, everything has to go through Vince, but like the co- the, the actual content of what he was saying, if you, you're watching it live, you're like, oh, he's just saying shit to get himself fired because he knows he's leaving. So yeah. it's like it blurred the lines of reality, and I feel like it opened a whole new era of promos and characters having a lot more realistic elements to them. So I think for the, I mean for that alone, I feel like the pipe bomb was more impactful because it really just kickstarted a whole new era. I mean, the, the term pipe bomb. Is yeah. the thing because of this yeah. promo. Like exactly. People bomb. still quote that shit to this yeah. day. You yeah. Know? It's still talked about every, like, I've seen more talk about the pipe bomb over the years still than sadly Occupy Raw. Occupy Raw is still a <clears throat> amazing segment, but it's like Punk's pipe bomb still comes off as, again, it gets you as debating. Is it legit? Like, was it legit? Was it scripted? What is it? Yeah. Like, it, again, it, it felt like telling the future. Punk had his crystal ball and he was ready to go in. He just needed a microphone and he was off to the races. Breaking the fourth wall like he did. Uh, yeah. You know, just everything about it. Yeah, people Amazing. were doing that before that. Ivan, what do you got, brother? Let's hear it. No, I, I totally agree. I think I mean, as much as I hate, hate to say it, but it's a pipe bomb. It's yeah. still talked about. I mean, you know, you know how Dave mentioned it, and you know, Kyle mentioned Justin. Everybody just like it broke the fourth wall, and it did because a lot of things at that time there was stuff you couldn't say on WWE programming, and for him to mention other promotions and him to mention other talents from other everywhere was like it, it caught on our you know caught eyes and you know got the attention because is you know how you know how Jim mentioned it, is this real? Is this What's going on, you know, and it, it yeah. really got us going. And I think that's honestly, that's probably the only thing that really elevated, you know, the career for him. I mean, that pipe bomb in WWE, I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, you know, Occupy Raw was great. You know, that was more of a, that, I, I, I part of what he, it's different because he was Occupy Raw is and even prior to that, it even started with when hit with Brian Lawson at SummerSlam, and yeah. you know you hear the you know the, the you know the chance people would have wanted Brian, you know the main event, everything else. So, but this is the way it's different. I mean, the thing, honestly, yes, the one that is no matter what to this day is talked about is the pipe bombs in Punk. 
A lot of people try to, you know, do the same what he's done. Doesn't work, honestly. I mean, like, I it's mean, like it's we're the modern, we're this era now that it's everything's either legit or not. You know, yeah. they're they're taking soap opera that we watch at its best and and input it to pro wrestling more, and that's yeah. what they did. And no more cartoon '80s characters. This is more like real soap opera that you watch. Yeah, you know, but it's how they use it. How do you make us want to be like, oh, I got to tune into the next episode? You know, that's yeah. something that you need to sell that to us, the audience, so we can be like, oh, you got to come back to the next week to see what's going to happen next. Not just, you know, oh, and I, yeah. typical pipeline, pipe bombs, want to be CM Punk, man. And he kept going sold. with it. That was the best part. He kept going yeah. with it week after week, you know, yeah. calling, going to Triple H, calling him Paul Levesque, yeah. you know, say, saying the real names on there. Like, <clears throat> Uh, crazy man and yeah. uh, I think ratings were like all time high when, when he was doing that kind of stuff because people constantly wanted to see what he was going to say next yeah yeah. yeah. I, I mean Keith I don't know about you but I feel like a feel good moment is you know it's great it's wonderful it's it's must see I was a big DB fan I'm still a big Brian Danielson fan but I think DB. the a- ass kicking moments like <clears throat> Stone Cold and the truck and the beer and all that that's what we Remember the King of the Ring speech. We remember that because it was an ass kicking moment. I mean, I'm a big DB fan, but I think Pipe Bomb rules here. I think it's just a bigger moment, and I think it did more for the industry. I know DB, it wasn't you know planned for that to happen for his run. We can get into that another day, but I think you know the Pipe Bomb is something you know we're still talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's. I, I agree with everybody. I think. I think the pipe bomb takes it, but I. I think it's because I think it's kind of like. It's tough to compare them because, like, the pipe bomb was like a moment. It was like a. It was just like a moment in time. Like it was a promo that happened, and it like it changed. It, it changed the game. Whereas, like, and uh, like like Kyle kind of said, like when they, when it was happening, it was kind of just like, well, this could really be just him actually just going off. You know, everything's gonna be approved by Vince. Yeah, yeah, okay. But, like, it was something that we were kind of just like, I mean, yeah, he probably had these things approved. But once he goes out there and they're on TV, he can just do whatever you want. They're not going to, like, cut the show off in the middle of it. I mean, they cut his mic eventually at the end. But I feel like yeah. even that was a scripted thing, whatever. I think so. But it was they, – there was that a lot of that – there was that blurring of, like, is this actually happening? Is he saying this? Is he not? Is he just, you know, pulling punches because he's leaving? Whatever. With Occupy Raw, it was kind of just like – well, I mean, this isn't just random people that hop the barricade and are hostaging the show. Oh, like, cool. I get where it's coming from. Like, yeah, Debra, yes, and I'm in. Yes, you know, yes, I'm in. But like, yeah. all right, like this. This is a segment. Those are people they paid. These are plants, and that's fine. But like, it wasn't as like, it wasn't as like something. It wasn't something that you could get like organic, potentially lost in or organic. Yeah, yeah like. You know, Punk just had a live mic and just started saying stuff. And, and he meant you know, it, too. With all know? the things of, like, yep. dropping New Japan and Ring of Honor on WWE, that was, like, unheard of at that time. Like, no chance anyone was saying that. They do it, they do it all now and stuff because Vince is gone and everything, and that's great. But at that time, especially, like, no one's doing that. And, you know, hey, Cole Cabana, I mean, even though that aged, like, fucking old milk yeah. at the time. I was already, just about to say. He like, tried to do the <laughs> same thing 10 all years that, later. <laughs> all, all that kind of pieces of it i have like their own thing but even that like you know i think it's i think the proof is just that it comes down to 
you know, like everyone had kind of said when MJF, you know, cut his big one the other night the, again be right before he beat Moxley, he, he yeah. used the line just like, "All right, John, as you lay there, hopefully in as much possible pain." Like exactly, that was CM Punk's line. Like mm-hmm. that, he said that. You know, um, and like it's just it was so much more iconic. I mean, I because like it come really what it comes to is like I we didn't know any of these topics coming into this, and when that popped up and I saw it, I was just like, "Oh yeah, Occupy Raw." That happened. Okay. Yeah. Like it wasn't something that I think about like that much, but like, yeah, you know, like if I hear the, somebody say the phrase, just like, I have a lot to say. I just like, Oh, like I can uh, see the legs crossing and the mic coming up and everything. Like I, it, it's all there in my head. Immediately. Yep. Yeah. That's, like that's literally know, my profile picture, you know, that's yeah. Like it's, it's just, dude. you know, you hear, you hear those certain words or someone doing anyone in anything breaking the fourth wall going like, Oh, hi, someone else. It's like, Oh, hi, Colabana. Oh, yeah, we're back there again, and you know, yeah. it was it's just a lot more. It was it had it brought so much more. I mean, Occupy Raw was something where it was more like them just acknowledging the fans and trying to make us feel better, even though they stopped listening to us again very immediately, almost immediately after. But the pipe bomb was just yeah, it was, it was the pipe bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's those moments. Day. You know, I think it's those moments. Uh, we we interviewed. I don't know. I forget who it was, but they they say he said like. uh they discuss moments. They don't do matches. It's all about the moments. And I, I believe that. And I believe that's what we got there. Uh, before we end the show here, Keith had one more topic. I didn't get to fit in, but let's let's talk about it real quick. <laughs> yes or no? Picture in picture during commercial breaks. Do you love it? Let's hear it. It's the fucking worst. They're the fucking worst. I never grew up with picture in picture. I don't know why that was a thing that started happening. That's the whole reason I even brought this up. Maybe it's just me because nine times out of 10, when I'm watching the shows, it's after they're recorded and I'm watching them on my phone. So when it's already a small screen and it goes picture in picture, it's like, well, I'm not watching this. Yeah. So like, this is dumb, but never through the attitude era, through anything else with nitro and all that. Would I ever have picture in picture shit? How many nitro episodes ended with just like, we're out of time. Cameras are rolling. And then next week on nitro, you had to take the first five minutes to be like, Hey, here's how this brawl and this other bullshit that happened last week ended or on thunder, whatever, you know, like we don't with, with in, in this day and age where WWE has uh, a three hour show and a two hour show every week, plus a, a premium fucking live event which has promos now for some reason. It's a pay-per-view. But they have pay-per-views pretty often too, but they at least have five hours of television every week. AEW has, what, three television plus two hours on YouTube every week. There's no reason for me to like that you can't just like take me off the screen and do your commercial break stuff like they did in the Attitude Era and everything else. I'm not, you putting it in picture in picture isn't helping me in any way. I'm not, even when I watch it on my nice big TV, I'm not like getting up off my couch to sit there in the corner and actually see what's going on. And even with that, nine times out of ten, when they come back from it, if something crazy happened, they go, "This happened in picture in picture," and they show you the replay anyway. Yeah, so what the hell is the in point? Picture in picture. If you yeah. watch it, it's always they used like, to do that during commercial segments. breaks too, where they'd come back and be like, "This happened during the break," and it's exactly. Like, yeah, it makes much like difference. Football does it a lot now too. I mean, the picture is a little bigger, but it's not a. It's just I don't know. I'm getting up to get some food to go to the bathroom right. to whatever. I don't not going to sit there and watch, you know them. I don't even know what they do. I really don't. I've never watched picture and picture. That's what I mean. It's just yeah. all it's a it's rest holds, it's some punches, it's go to the outside oh, and AEW's <sighs> AEW's a victim of poor picture and picture because they'll have some really oh, big yeah. moments happen during picture and picture. 
And it's just like, well, yeah, cool. I didn't want to see that. Thanks a lot, guys. Just put that in picture in picture where I have to like squint and need a mic and need a freaking magnifying glass to see it. Like the, the only good thing that has come out of picture in picture was the the Jericho Nick Gage match when it went to picture in picture while Nick Gage was running the pizza oh, the cutter pizza across cutter. Jericho's head <laughs> and it cut to a fucking Domino's commercial. That's great. That's it. Otherwise, yeah. it's all been trash. Yeah. So I might be in the minority here then because let's hear it. Uh, I actually like it. Um, Get out. I I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot better. I like it a lot better than what WWE does, where you know you're about to get into a commercial. Like you know, once somebody gets thrown out the ring, and the cameraman runs up to the dude, and then he zooms in on the dude in pain, and then it fades to black, and next Can thing you know, get you're back in commercial. Into this? Yeah, they always have like the same lines that lead into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and I like it. I like how they keep the action going. I mean, I get it that you guys, you know, they. I wish, I wish they would do one thing. I wish they would make the advertisement screen smaller, yeah. and the in the wrestling thing bigger. See, that's right. Thank you. you. Thank that's you. Just Thank you. Yes. That's what the NFL does. I wish they would do that. If they did that, I don't think people. A lot of people would. They would still probably still complain, but yeah, it would. They wouldn't complain as much. What, um, network ha- what network has it without that? Without that, you know, mm. like I don't know if it's Canada that has that. I think TSA Canada. Someone because oh, the the uh, the UK. I hear them talk about it on, uh, on Cold Hog all the time. They're just like, oh yeah, when when America was on commercial, this thing happened like during the show. Mm, like, well, fuck. <laughs> yeah, huh. they have that. I, I didn't know that. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, because in that. for AEW, they don't have. They're like AEW isn't like on. Like, like a, a TV station over there, like yeah. it's it's like on through Fight TV, so they don't have commercials because it's a streaming app. Oh. Even though yeah, we fight. all have fucking commercials for goddamn Peacock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. AW right. on Fight, and I don't know what you guys. Yeah. Hey, they, uh, they'll cut to they'll, you'll hear like Excalibur say, "We're going to picture and picture break," but they don't go to picture and picture break yeah. on Fight. Yeah. You just hear them and him and Taz talking shit. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it is hilarious. I hear this is so hilarious. <laughs> All right, boys. Let's uh, let's close the show down here. Kyle, why don't you lead us off? Where can the people oh, find boy. you? Well, uh, first of all, Nick and Keith, thank you for uh, for having yeah. me. It's been a great time. Uh, you can check me out the Apron Bump Podcast. You can uh, listen wherever you listen to podcasts on YouTube as well. I cover a lot of retro wrestling from companies big and small across four different decades. So a lot of variety on the apron bumps So go uh, check me out. Apronbump.com for everything. Apron bump on all the social medias. I don't have a hive yet. I don't know if you guys have hives, but uh, I'm holding out <laughs> for, for Twitter. So Twitter's where I'm most active. So go follow me there. And uh, yeah, hail Satan. What is hive? I, I made one, but then I also saw a thing just today that was just like major data breaches left and right. I have not nice. used it once. I just made it when I thought Twitter was shutting down. Nice. Yeah. Great. It's like I made a Mastodon, too, which is even worse. Mastodon. Yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> it's all dumb. Yeah, it's like that was before Hive was the one. Mastodon was the one everyone was going to move to. Hey, it's stupid. Don't Mastodon. do it. Yeah, Master exactly. Dong. Bro, nice. give the people what they want. Oh, nice. What do we got there? Free merch? A little bit of coffee. A little empty cup of coffee. Um, yeah. I'll give the people what it. they want. I know you guys You guys like me taking screenshots of tweets and putting them on my Instagram page. You'll give me a follow at uh, The Pro Wrestling Podcast. Um, and my Twitter, which the handle is right here that you guys so kindly put. Go follow me there. Um, 
and YouTube. I, I stream weekly all the time from I stream Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Fridays. So go check me out there. And I'm on Twitch uh, yes. at, at the pro wrestling show, not the podcast, because I made the Twitch before I made the nice. podcasting part. And it's just a mess. So go ahead. Give me a follow. And uh, hell yeah. yeah. Ivan, let's hear it, brother. First of all, thank you so much for hosting this incredible UW Pod Pro Wrestling Debate. Finally get to sit down with Dave, Kyle, and Keith finally. Mm-hmm. Jay Madden, you're the man. I love you, man. Thank you for being Ooh. here as well. You too, Nick. And share in the comments too, especially TK. You're looking fuego. Of course, Tyler from Counter Out. <laughs> That's right. And this guy who said I should manage Sing on AEW because what, yeah, I, I don't I know about wonder- that. Yeah, it, it is what it is. <laughs> but uh, thank you very much for you know having me on. And you can find us at Circle Debate at Circle Debate right here at the bottom. You see in the screen on our YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and our Twitter. Uh, Final there. We're supposed to go live today, but unfortunately, circumstances happen. So we'll be having our live show tomorrow. We're normally live every. Every Thursdays and Fridays, and also don't forget the Wrestling Delorean podcast on our YouTube channel Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You know, and follow them as well at the Wrestling Delorean podcast on the social media platforms. I love yes. it. There you have it. You I are love and good vibes, De Niro. Yes, nice. yes. Prayers for him and Dom. Justin, save the best for last, my brother. Take it away. Mm-hmm. How can we find you? Hey, fuck you. Ooh, ooh, scrummy, scrummy. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me on here. It has been awesome. Ivan, always good to have hang out with you and Keith and Nick and finally meet Pro and Kyle because, like, again, I've been listening to Kyle and Pro's show for a while now and to finally meet them and, I guess, close enough to in person as it's going to get right here, like, yeah, awesome. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> so you can follow me on t- only on Twitter. It's all I have right now. I don't need... 20,000 different social media platforms yeah. at Justin Time 211 in time wrestling podcast. Yes, it is still kind of on a hiatus right now because we've got a lot of personal stuff going on here, kind of killing the vibe to want to make some content, but we will eventually be back. So keep your eyes peeled on Twitter and podcast brothers of destruction will be yes, sir. serving some content for you. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. yeah. Keith, other than the UW pod, how can the people find you? Uh, I am on Twitter at Keith of the Ring. I'm also on fucking Hive at Keith of the Ring. Uh, don't go there, though, because then be everyone, will, everyone will steal your data. So don't go to check that one out. I think I'm also Keith of the Ring on Mastodon. I don't even know how to call that one. So definitely don't check that out either. I am also on Instagram at underscore Keith of the Ring because some bastard got it before I did. So I have an underscore mm. first. Um, but yeah, I'm mostly active on Twitter. I, I put stuff on Instagram just for the shows here and everything. But uh, yeah, no, I just post bullshit on Twitter. I got a nice retweet from uh, Steph Delander, the former Persia Parada, last night because I was nice. on a no, Wikipedia nice. deep dive and found out her first gimmick was being called Facebook, and she teamed with a guy named Snapchat. And I thought it was the most brilliant nice. thing I'd ever heard in my life. <laughs> That so I shared it. I just I screenshotted the Wikipedia thing and tagged her, and she retweeted, quote tweeted it with a picture of herself as Facebook, and it's wonderful. That's but what I, I do. Nonsense. <laughs> well, boys, thank you again. You can find us on Twitter at the UW Pod and Instagram at UW Podcast. Peace.
Thank you for listening to another edition of the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Check us out on the web at uwpod.com. You've got mail. Or send us an email. Info at uwpod.com. Universal Wrestling Podcast. Nobody does it better.